0: We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Rosa with me again, back from last week. Here he is again, the sweet prince himself. It's That's right. Show. You can't shut me down, baby. Chris, me here in the building. I actually have the horn for that. Oh, I'm not going to pull up the soundboard again. I literally just closed it. So what's up, buddy? Welcome back.
1: It's good to be back. <laughs> Sorry I wasn't here last week. I missed you. I love uh, you. I'm happy
0: you're back. I love I you, you Mike. too.
1: Mikey, sweetie, baby, honey, my lover. There he is. Missed Hi. you.
0: Missed, you, missed too. you, bud. You know who else I missed? I missed our two guests. I was I've been dying to have them back. Really excited to have them back. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about them right now. First up, you lower, you lover, back on the pod. Megan Simon from Bad Sandy is here. Hi,
2: Megan. Hi Hello.
0: Megan. <laughs> Hi,
2: <laughs> Thanks oh, for coming back. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having me back. I love getting to talk about the show that takes up so much of my life.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. And we are happy come back whenever you want. We love you. And we're excited for our next guest also here. The sweet boy himself. All the oh, way- I got
1: this. I got this. He's a real do piece this? of shit. OK, uh, be nice. Just be just nice to your vandal, boyfriend. Your sweet sweet uh, boy. Did you get the
3: email I wrote you? <laughs> <laughs> is this what this is about <laughs> no, uh
1: seattle sweetheart my dear friend who co-runs good comedy with me You're we've sweet, had him on the boy. podcast before uh the sweet sweet boy bo johnson make some noise for
0: him Bo welcome back buddy no
3: fuck you no blow
0: okay don't do it like of that. your
3: mustache
0: who chris
3: I mean, Chris has a nice mustache, too, but I've, <laughs> I've seen it. Oh, talking- this is what people love in an audio podcast, <laughs>
0: visual <laughs> compliments. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you know, I started growing this mustache as a joke for a Halloween bit. And then uh, Sam, I'd, never, I'd never had a mustache from Mo- November, so I thought I'd keep it around. And it turns out my girlfriend likes it too much and mm. gets upset whenever I'm like, I want to shave. She's like, no, please don't. <laughs> I'm like, that's weird. It is not a good mustache, but it's sticking around until at least she goes home for Christmas in uh, Vancouver. As Uh, I've said
1: before, and I'll say it again, your mustache makes you even look even more
3: Italian.
0: Okay, well, you know what? (laughs) This is painful for me to admit, but I agree. It does make me look more Italian.
3: Chris, did, did Mike tell you the big news about his life, though?
0: No, don't do this. Don't do this, do, Bo. Did you know that Don't he's going to be
3: running one of Peter's pizzerias in New York? It. Pizza. <laughs> it's
0: like he's been watching he's been listening to the podcast. Bo's been listening to the podcast. He knows that the moment Peter comes up, I'm going to have to go on a goddamn rant about how much of a piece of shit Slice of Petit Pete is dumb. God, he's going to yeah, be on Mike Johnson's podcast. You do not know. You just <laughs> awakened. <laughs> I fucking hate. I mean, it's it. just
3: I've never seen an Italian representation on TV before, so it's really exciting <laughs> to see Peter. Wow,
1: you know who's really wow. under underrepresented in uh, the TV and cinema community? Italians. Yeah. I don't even care about
0: being Italian. That's the whole thing. It's not because he's Italian that I don't yeah. like him. It's because it's him. It's he's just he's awful. What are we doing? You have a hard out at 1030, Chris. I can't be doing that. <laughs> okay, guess brought this up, not me. <laughs> I know Bo did it, but you're encouraging it. Stop it. <laughs> okay. All right. Megan, Bye. Megan Bye. thank you so much for being back on the show. <laughs> please, <laughs> please tell the listeners where they can find you and what you want them to point their eyes and ears at. What would you like people to check out? Um,
2: put your ears on my band's music, please. We're called Bad Sandy. We play oh, yeah. pop, punky, power, pop. Hell yeah. From New England. And you can find us on socials at Bad Sandy Bandy. Bad Sandy out curios- Bandy.
1: Out of curiosity, what is the preferred platform people should listen to your band's music?
2: Oh. I don't want to
1: say Spotify because I know Spotify <laughs> rips y'all off. So mm-hmm. I'm just curious. Is there like a like band camp or something that it is preferred for people uh, that people consume y'all's music through
0: a platform that treats y'all well?
2: Um, I mean, if you're consuming, I'm happy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think I think it goes uh, going to a show and watching them and getting Mm -hmm. an album lot like or getting getting something at the merch booth. Uh, That's a good way to do it. And then there's Bandcamp because they get the lion's share of the money that way if you buy the album. And then there's all the streaming services that pay you a couple pennies uh, if you stream it, but you can buy on iTunes and that's a nice pretty penny as
3: well. I have a question.
0: Mm-hmm. okay both um, yeah when,
3: when i get in my car later tonight if oh. i want to like have some sweet tunes to be driving to what's the song i should pull up by your band
2: oh okay that's right. i would just throw on our new ep that we put out a year ago it's still new cool. to me mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. it's 14 minutes long five songs cool. rip or okay. you'll have a blast awesome
0: i'll tell you Perfect. what i love that ep i listened to it while i was working a lot this summer it's dope it was very fun Mm -hmm. and uh i will also say ep is great so is the first album first album has a song that gets stuck in my head whenever i just think about your band and it's like that it's um it's the first one it's uh centrally located
2: oh that's awesome
0: it's so good it's so good Anyway, <laughs> that's Sandy. Thanks for coming to Music Minute with Mike Carosa. Okay, don't be a dick about it. Bo, tell us where we can find you. Yeah, ding dong. You,
3: can, uh, you can find me on social media at the Bo Scout, where I post pictures of my friends and occasionally um, joke <laughs> clips. And what I'm really excited for the listeners to hear about is I'm actually going to go on tour to Florida for the first time next week. I'm going to oh. be playing at... Um, Port St. Joe, Florida, at Peter's Pizzeria, located at 101 Monument Avenue.
0: (laughs) I swear to Chris, sit back down. No. Don't leave. (laughs) Chris, you have the- <laughs> I'm calling him on his phone. I'm calling him on his phone.
1: Chris. Having Bo on the podcast was a fucking mistake.
0: <laughs> well, you shouldn't book something after the podcast, I guess. Jesus Christ. This- <laughs> you fucking ding dong. Unbelievable, Bo. Stop it. God damn it. Okay, fine. You could live. <laughs> I'm so mad already. Every mention of Peter makes me so upset. Okay,
3: I'm sorry. You can
0: find the podcast at We Didn't Get a Rose on Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter. Chris is doing a great job running that, making jokes, curating our favorite tweets and stuff on Instagram and our and favorite tweets of our own and 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 uh, putting them on Instagram. That's where you'll find updates of when the episodes are up and ready to be listened to. But Chris, you're on your own social media as well. Where can people find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, at Topher Mejia, T-O-P-H-E-R-M-E-J-I-A. That is where I post about upcoming shows, shit I'm doing that's cool, um, or in thirst traps and put videos and pictures of my dog and my girlfriend's dog. Love it. Um, and so, yeah, give me a follow. I also post about when I, you know, do Twitch streaming, stuff like that. But yeah, give me a follow. And then Mikey... Sweetie, baby, honey, my lover, where can people Hello. find you?
0: I'm very easy to find if you can spell my name right. Shout out Just for Laughs for getting it wrong a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A, two R's, two Z's, don't worry about it. Uh, you can check me out on Instagram and Twitter at Mike Carosa. I have a comedy album out called Cherubic. Somebody actually told me earlier my album made him puke in a Walmart parking lot because he was laughing so hard, which... I think he was trying to be nice, but it still kind of hurt because it made him puke. And I don't want that. You want to wanna know to about anybody.
3: the last time I threw up in don't a Walmart parking
0: lot? Don't you do it. I swear to God.
3: I ate too much pizza. I,
2: pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I was, <laughs> was going to say, you know what else has two R's and two Z's? No, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: I think Megan and I are going to get on just
2: great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is my favorite episode.
0: (laughs) So you can find my album anywhere you listen to music called Cherubic. I was also featured on a compilation of Montreal comedians uh, by Just for Laughs called JFL Original Stand Up Montreal. The album's called Doula, Midwife, Full Wife. I did not get the name anything. Uh, And on top of it, you might want to pay attention to my social media. I have a bit of announcement coming, a bit of an announcement coming. Is it pizza
1: related? Don't you swear to God, don't ruin this
0: for me. It's so good. Don't ruin it for me. I'm going to be in Toronto. Uh, December 11th through the 16th. I have a show. Figure it out. You can check out my uh, my link tree for tickets at Comedy Bar. And I'm also going to be uh, with Andrew Arofo at the Diving Bell on Dece- uh, January uh, 23rd here in Montreal. So uh, tickets are going to be up on Eventbrite very soon. So keep an eye out on my socials for that. You don't want to miss it. It's still limited seating, but we're going to be able to open up more. And uh, Andrew's amazing. So you don't want to miss him. Thank you. That is all my plugs. It is time for stop making fun of Mikey for hating Peter uh, Hour, uh, and now we jump in. Chris, you got your timer ready? Yep. It's your segment. It's time for Bachelor News.
1: Bachelor News. We're giving ourselves a ten-minute limit or seven and a half. Seven and a half minutes. Minute. So you got because do seven we can talk about this for hours, but it's and so long. So first thing of news is. Uh, let's start off with uh, Katie's 12 Days of Messy. So, if you don't know, if you haven't been paying oh attention, God. Katie Thurston on Instagram decided to quote-unquote celebrate the launch of Taylor Swift's new album, uh, which is, if you don't know anything about music, Taylor Swift re-released her own music now that she has ownership, uh, okay. and uh, one of the her songs, uh,
0: but not the recordings. That's a, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, so, one of her followers DM'd her, suggesting would you do a, tw- like, would, like, would you assign a Taylor Swift song to each, you know, the guys from your season? So she's like, let's do it, 12 Days of Messy. So each day okay. she has assigned a song, a Taylor Swift song to uh, a guy she had on her season. She's like, mm. uh, you know, I'm assigning a song to my exes. My personal opinion, I think it's weird when people call each other exes on this show, when it's like, you were dating Very 30 weird. people at the same time. Like the top
0: four sure those are maybe yeah, yeah, sure. yeah you know what i'd even give you top six
1: yeah but I'll the, the people who were like on your show for like a couple of weeks but you only spent like carl carl
0: carl's, like an carl's an not
1: an ex like thomas so uh
0: oh just as a recap
1: the first day was blake and the song was we are never getting back we are never <laughs> ever getting back together wow that sucks so much katie uh, day two was Andrew. You know and what I started- would say?
3: For Blake, at least he's got some closure. Because <laughs> sometimes you wonder, I wonder if they feel the same as me. <laughs> and that one's pretty hard to read any other way.
0: Oh! <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Andrew was day two, and his song was Run. Um, what? Day three was Aaron and James, and the song was called "Girl at Home," which I looked up and basically that's. I don't listen to Taylor. I have nothing against Taylor but I just don't listen just to her not. music. Okay. Um, and I had to look up what she each did. song was. Mm. The ones that don't seem obvious. You had and, to, huh?
2: You had to. I mean,
1: yeah. I want. I want. You, I want you don't want to be in the dark. Context. You got
0: to know. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> and "Girl at Home" is basically a song about like why. Basically, the song is like. Why, like you got a girl at home? What you trying to do with me? Like, I like so basically. Oh, is this about? It. No way! That's what
3: the oh. song's about.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's right. It seems. Dumb. I like I how you're we like one up. <laughs> you know,
3: I I heard the song Brick House, and I just it's about a a woman with a brick house. <laughs> it's like okay, <laughs> wow. Thanks for doing the math on that one for me, Chris.
1: Mike, of all Mike the songs is- you picked. Was Mike, is this is this uh, <laughs> very okay. slow Actually, <laughs> First and <laughs> foremost, Mike, is this how you feel when I derail the podcast? Because if so, I I owe you an apology. <laughs>
0: yes, this is exactly how I feel when you derail the podcast. <laughs>
1: what do you what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, was this about was Aaron
0: top. having a girlfriend while he was like before he went on the Bachelorette? Girl at home or it I think it was it making fun of him because, and Aaron? because it was uh, her, uh, Aaron, and Aaron
1: and James. I see, that okay, It was implying fine. that he was more in the James. But yeah. also that's another thing where it was revealed someone submitted and said that Aaron is a piece of shit who was cheating on his girlfriend with another girl who only lived a block away from them. But also, <laughs> I fuck the guy with anger issues. Yeah, and dude. ego issues turned out yeah, he's a piece of shit. Who would have yes. saw that coming? Anyway, a lot of people
0: lot of people day, but he said some funny stuff and made it entertaining on tv so it was nice
1: day four was thomas and the song was i knew you were trouble Ugh. uh she which honestly know.
0: she did not
1: honestly know. katie like don't get me wrong i still will not forget the fact that thomas admitted that yeah. he manipulated people in his previous relationships i'm not mm-hmm. gonna forget that that being said personally I think Thomas got too much heat for the whole being a Bash, yeah. the Bachelor thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so much.
1: Thomas still, I think, is questionable, but for reasons we weren't analyzing.
0: Buddy, uh, they could they could call me up tomorrow and be like, Mike, do you want to be on a season of The Bachelorette? And uh, we're picking you because we don't think you're going to make it past night one. And that's just a deal we're going to have. And I'd be like, cool. Yeah, maybe I could be The Bachelor and be like, I th- th- don't say that. Don't you, th- don't
2: you think about it. Like, that's the villainous thing you can do in this franchise where the producers are just yeah, yeah. merciless to these contestants yeah, like i got right.
0: cast as one of the uh i got i was cast as one of the guys and not as the guy oh boy i can't think about what it would like, be like to be the guy all right everybody's yeah uh, so i'm, yep, I'm running out of time little... so i'm gonna speed Hurry up through go, 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 go.
1: day oh. five is mikey the song is called holy ground Day six is Fuck Brendan, off. the Canadian Brendan, the one who rushed to put on ChapStick before he Ooh. got broken up with. Yeah, um, His That's song so was The Last Time. And then finally, day seven, where we're currently at, is Michael. Father oh, Michael. Yes.
0: Yeah, And
1: the song is I Almost Do. Which Ooh. is like,
0: every time I don't, I almost do.
1: Uh, I, I've been meaning to look up what Dave six and seven, what the songs were, but uh, also, oh, she with my little him. bit of time left. With my little mm-hmm. bit of time left, uh, basically, Hannah Brown. Hannah Brown has released a book, and in that book, she reveals that her and Peter fucked while Peter's season was airing on television, and it has gotten to the point where Bachelor Data, the Instagram account that I recommend everyone follow, broke down the full time of. Basically, from when Hannah season premiered to basically the present day of Hannah B being with her current boyfriend. And the timeline is hilarious, because not it only because it's so much investigative work, but then also... <laughs> yes, you're freezing up a, a
0: lot. You're, you're doing a lot of freezing and, and getting all staticky right now. Can you hear me, though? We can hear you, but it's all like
1: that's fine that's fine you don't need to see the point is i think it's funny on the timeline that they go out of their way to point out when hannah brown said the n-word on instagram and it it's like funny. that's not needed for this timeline it's yeah it's an important moment in their lives
3: but the same night she spent time with Peter during his
1: <laughs> <bachelorette>? <laughs> no it was i forget it was like it was during covid i think
0: yeah, it mm-hmm. was. It was when she was doing. She sang at the baby May fifteenth, twenty twenty. Yeah, that's like two months
2: in. The most important part of this whole story, though, is that she said it was bad.
0: Yes,
1: is that oh. she is
2: like, and it was not a good time. She was like, so, "Oh, I received from my friends. They
0: fucked like four times in that windmill. Lest we forget, yeah. Barb."
2: Which I always said, just because it's, it's four like times bad.
1: doesn't mean it was good four times. Everyone no. gets hung up on the number of times. That doesn't mean each fuck was good. Also, it's funny because- America's a real ma-
0: quantity over quality uh, I mean, yeah. kind of country, well, buddy. I'm just
3: going to say, I love the fact that windmills are only culturally relevant in media through The Bachelor and Don Quixote, and there's no in-between.
0: Oh, what?
3: <laughs> Name another windmill.
0: Name another I'll windmill. <laughs> mini golf, baby. They're all over the place.
3: I'll say
1: one last detail, then we got to move on because we hit the mm-hmm. time limit. Uh-huh. But uh, basically the story is, is that uh, Hannah and Peter met at someone else, like an event of something else. Yes. And so they left together. And then Hannah went to Peter's family's house, not his place. Uh-huh. his mother and father's house and originally hannah brown was staying in what was peter's siblings' room mm-hmm. and peter texted her come over so she basically went left the sibling room to go to peter's room they fuck and then in the morning peter leaves for work while hannah brown has awkward breakfast with his parents I done told y'all from the beginning, Peter was trash and a lot of people were like, no, but he fucked four times in a windmill and then wanted to act surprised that he turned out to be a piece of trash. And Bachelor's <laughs> of Nation Scoop, the Instagram account.
3: Not was- all Peters. Not all Peters.
0: Bo. <laughs> and Bachelor Nation.
1: Damn it, Bo, I have a time limit. Uh, Bachelor Nation
0: Scoop
1: pulled up the clip from the After the Rose special when Hannah Brown I mean, Han was just like, also, like she was like you know you were still involved like thinking about maddie but you were with me and then you told me that you needed to find closure with hannah brown so now you find yourself involved with three different women and now that clip hits different because it's like oh my god did hannah ann know that peter fucked hannah, hannah brown, brown.
0: That and that's been bachelor news. news and i'll tell you what i'm so over peter and everything about him i do not fucking care all peters okay all of them peter i don't need the pilot
1: him. walked so don't peter swear the to God. pizzeria could run <laughs> So,
0: right, megan what do you think about the season so far uh, what are your thoughts uh, what do you who do you like who do you not like what's going on what do you think
2: <laughs> um okay season so far i'm i'm enjoying it as much as i can after watching this franchise for as long as i have
0: (laughs) right yes it's really wearing down on me (laughs) yes it is they keep pummeling us with more tv
2: yeah but Mm -hmm. um i like michelle i think she's doing a really good job as the bachelorette excellent job um having a little bit of insecure moments and i'm like michelle you don't need to have those Mm -hmm. don't listen to these guys they're all goons Mm -hmm. um and i like i like rodney
0: (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. chris chris is hella frozen you are (laughs) you are crazy frozen
1: listen all you need to hear is my voice
0: that's it i'm like i'm gonna stop your video and then turn it back on there we go um but uh i will say what a surprise, because I thought you were going to say Nate, because uh, Nate is everything to me.
2: Whoa, thumbs down on Nate. Nate. You sucks. don't like Nate? What? No. <laughs> wow. Nate's a 27-year-old man from Austin, Texas. That alone is suspicious. <laughs>
0: okay. Wow. I think he's having a
2: fun time. I think he's enjoying being there, but I don't think he's that into her.
0: But wait a second, he works in Austin, Texas. He's from Winnipeg, Manitoba.
2: Yeah, but He's he Canadian. lives in Austin, so he has opportunities to be a B boy.
0: A B boy, a bad boy. Oh, okay. So, like me, you're saying, yep. um, this so- is the first time. Wow, oh it's, my it's god, it's not is- the first time because you weren't here last week. Sarah and uh, Andy did not like Nate either. Really, Joe over Nate. I like Joe over Nate.
2: I like Joe, you
3: know over Nate. what.
2: Joe,
0: Bo, I swear to God.
3: <laughs> what did I say this time?
0: It's honestly just so much fun to pretend to be mad at you. <laughs> I'm surprised. That's... I really like Nate. And but th- yeah. I also really like Rodney. I really like Rodney. I like Rodney.
3: Rodney's he's a sweetie. Sweet. Yeah.
0: He's he's got he's definitely already got the like dad at the barbecue energy, too. Where like you can see him as an old man already, with a family, <laughs> being like way too jokey with his kids, been like come on, it's yeah. Great. I mean, I really it's like hard it.
3: for me to relate to Rodney sometimes because I've always been the tallest and the best looking guy in the room. <laughs> <laughs> but, you have. Um, yeah, I think, I think Rodney know. is actually one of the best guys on the show.
0: Agreed. He's, He's so like fun and open and honest and. Very sweet. Yeah. He's, he is. He is one of my. He is one of my top four. I think. But yeah. I. Uh, I definitely think the chemistry between Michelle and Nate is off the charts, though. That yes, is my she
2: wants to bang Nate. I don't think I it's think a bang.
0: I don't think it's an only bang bang. I think she wants to bang Joe, but Nate is like all of it.
3: Oh really? Okay. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I
1: think for me, at first glance, I think, oh yo, that's just a light skin fuck boy like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but. He, there's been enough However. moments where his true character could have shown. Yes. And, yes. 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 And, and but his true character seems good. Like Greg, for example, they're Ooh, like sh- sure. If you like, if you like Wonder Bread, then you thought he was the hottest thing on the planet. But My if you've God. literally experienced any sort of spice in life, you realize that he was a dime a dozen. But in moments where like anyone's true character will show. Greg's true character showed of him being a gaslighter and a manipulator. So, like, I haven't seen that yet on the show with Nate, but but at the same time, we've seen, we've seen a lot of times on this show him, actually where someone seems like an angelic guy on this show and gets yeah. revealed to be trash either on the show or with post-show gossip. So am I saying? that like i'm willing to i'm willing to stand nate knowing mm-hmm. that men are trash and he's eventually going to disappoint
3: me at some point well, i'm not even this. sold on nate being trash i just think that joe is better for her. oh joe's
1: definitely like i think joe i think joe even considering that he ghosted michelle hmm he has he has done the work to come back from that yeah. and well the me, definition of ghosted something.
3: also is it does if they didn't really ever date it sounds more like they just drifted off on an app
0: and they didn't start yeah that's it on which is
3: a very
2: anxiety and like life being difficult at the time which like yeah I don't, i'm gonna stop replying yeah. to DMs. like
3: when she was like i you could have told me that i'm like i i get that and oh, i don't know sure. what they're and the circumstances of like what, like, talking about the George Floyd killings, I'm like, yeah, this is something where maybe, like, they could have, like, she was relating and thinking about that as well, being in the same space, and so Mm -hmm. that maybe changes the circumstance, but when I think about people that I've, like, just kind of had casual flirty DMs with, and then I'm the last person to leave that, leave them on red. like, if I was like, oh, by the way, you haven't heard from me in a few weeks because I'm depressed, they'd be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, are you okay? (laughs) Like, like we don't have a I relationship. Mean. We flirted yeah. five times. Mm-hmm. Like take it, what, easy, what it dude. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's that's the thing. Is like, I think Joe. There wasn't. I think he didn't have much to come back from. Frankly, I thought they made a, mm-hmm. a, a, a mountain. There's worse Atlanta, things right. to come back from. hundred yeah. percent. But I will also say that when it comes to Joe and Nate, I think that the. I think if we're looking at it on paper, it feels like it makes more sense for Joe because they're both like Minneapolis people. They both like grew up playing so much basketball, but it just feels like there's like something missing from Joe that she gets out of Nate. And I feel like it's because Michelle doesn't want to date herself either. I feel like Michelle likes that Nate has this other side to him. And also let's talk about this Joe in the group setting fades to the back Nate mm-hmm. is a leader in that group. Nate is like, yo, I'm I'm he- like, what is happening? I want like when the Jamie stuff happened, he was like, whoever it is. I know you're not going to speak up now. Just know that you're soft and I think you're soft. And that's it. <laughs> whoever it is, I don't care. Like, he's yeah. just letting it he's let it, it's basically the like, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed and that kind of thing. And that's he's the energy
2: charismatic he and he's got sex appeal. And Joe is cool and they have a lot in common. But I find I Joe more attractive so Nate,
0: I think. To me, to me of the two, I think Joe is uh, 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 I think I'm more attracted to Joe than Nate. Uh, if if I get like, I don't really have an attract. I'm just like, I, if I had to pick between them, I'd be like, I give Joe a little smoochy. But yeah, I but personality who you think wise, would be better. Nate.
2: Nate.
0: I want Nate.
1: I I will say for Joe fading in the back on group dates, personally, I get that because like personally, I'm not like if I hypothetically was ever on the show, I've always been. Well, which we have
0: been on the show. We just didn't. Oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. Uh, We forgot the the whole podcast where we didn't get a rose (laughs) on night one on an unaired season that got canned right before Hannah Brown's season. And that's why we started this podcast. uh, Lisa, shout out Lisa. Lisa, shout
1: out to Lisa. Uh, You almost
0: forgot her name. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot (laughs) it.
1: I forgot the hypothetical bachelorette's name. Hypothetical? Uh, It's just a
0: full on fake bachelorette name. It's not a real show.
1: uh, But I'm someone who, like, in my life, I've never liked the idea of competing for someone, mm-hmm. like whenever there's been an instant, like growing up and being an immature dude and it would, it would be like, oh, I like this girl. And another guy's like, oh, I like this girl too. Oh, I'm gonna get her, you won't. Like I would've been like, okay, all right, fine. You Like I don't feel mm-hmm. like competing. And like I, on the show, like if I ever was on the show, like I think I would be on group dates, like trying to respectfully find time and create those moments. But at the same time, I wouldn't be like how a lot of people on this show are like, 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 uh, uh what's it called uh, in football? with they like they arm someone to the stiff face? Stiff arm. Stiff arm. Stiff arm. Thank you. Uh, I wouldn't stiff arm someone to like talk to whoever the lead is because I, like, I don't know. I guess I get that where it's just like, I don't want to seem like competitive when i'm just more trying to create a connection with someone well
3: i think that they're just different personalities yeah like i mean when you see him with her on like a solo date versus in a Mm -hmm. group he's just a quiet kind of calm shy guy Mm -hmm. and i don't think that there is something that's better or worse about that it's Mm -hmm. like it can be really special to be with someone who is kind of like the life of the party who lights up a room and like kind of yeah, turns but- energy on it's really beautiful to watch someone that you're with do that but at the same time it's special to be with someone who kind of opens up and reveals who they are when you're alone with them because like you're someone they're comfortable with and i think Agreed. that's you can see different versions of who she is with both of them i don't think one's better or worse they're just different people and they're I very will, different
0: i will say that she does like joe and nate and all these guys but i if i, I think that there's like a big thing that that attracts her to Rodney is that he's just like playful and outgoing and like open and and honest and all that stuff. And I feel like you get, that's more if we had to make like a graph and you know, of all the guys or whatever. And we like Rodney would be closer to the Nate than the Joe scale of like energy or, you know, vibe, you know what I mean? And I think that she lights up a little bit more with those experiences. And it's not like she can't have introspective or like deeper conversations or like, quieter moments with them but it feels like joe's speed is very quiet non-stop whereas these other guys like have a bit more dyna and like dynamics to them and i think that that's what's also getting her
3: okay and that's I've why got a weird I think
0: nate is going to get friggin' to the end and he's going to propose to all of us at once and we're in love with you nate okay,
3: okay so <laughs> this is where I, my weird little weird analogy so nate this is particularly with nate and joe mm.
2: um
3: and, and discussing like that they both, with Joe, they both want to live in the same place already. That's not a mm-hmm. conflict of interest. Like they would fit very naturally dating outside of the show together right now. Yes. Um, and it kind of reminds me a little bit of, I'm gonna lose you guys. Um, when I was a kid, when oh, we wow. got a cat, we were <laughs> like meeting all of these cats at the shelter. And one of them was Mr. Putters, the cat that we picked who's like this really sweet kind of socially awkward little kitty who was like, is a total sweetheart, like beloved in our household. And the other cat was Sylvester. Sylvester was like the most outgoing charismatic cat I've ever met in my entire life. the Most beautiful cat I've ever seen. But we had another cat at the home and Sylvester was going to dominate. Like it would have been a bad dynamic. It just wouldn't have fit in with what we were trying mm. to find and so I wonder with Nate, I'm like, I don't know if he'd move to Minnesota to be with her. I um, think that I th- he's, I think that Joe would be very where happy. They've
0: said that? Haven't they had a conversation where it's like, I would, yeah, it's something to consider.
3: Yeah. I would consider it is what people say, but they're like, yeah, but you know, you're not actually going to have me move to Minnesota. Mm. I consider it, but.
0: I Are you thinking, are you saying that Nate is Sylvester? and uh, I think Michelle that Nate is, is Sylvester. Peters? Yeah. And is Michelle Mr. Putters?
3: No, no, no. Michelle's Joe is Mr. Putters. Joe is Michelle is the people trying to find the cat.
1: <laughs> no, okay, okay. The cat, okay, the cat, see, the cat at
3: home. This is where the the analogy really falls apart. The cat at home doesn't exist. That's Minnesota. Um, not Meg. The cat at home is Minnesota. For anyone who's still listening to this.
0: I'm going to have to cut all this out. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shall we get into the episode? What do you guys think? We're getting Mm -hmm. in. Let's do it. Okay. We are going to Minnesota. And Michelle says, this is where I'm from. I grew up here. I went to high school here. My parents are from here. They live here. My my siblings live here. And I was like, hold on a second. Michelle's not an only child. I had no idea. (laughs) I would have bet so much money on Michelle being an only child. I don't know why, but she's got strong only child energy. And it's it's wild. Um, she meets all the guys in a plaza and she's like look here's where the the date first date's gonna happen and it's time and i'm gonna take joe and joe and michelle walk off hand in hand in streets of minnesota that they know very well and cut to olu being like yeah i hope he doesn't come back <laughs> whoa all right olu um they go to where school well, like, can you
1: blame him? i, I mean, can't like, blame him. No, them like no. yeah,
3: i
0: think olu's
3: I'm- a good dude yeah, I do, too. I don't yeah. think it's going to be Olu, but I like Olu.
0: <laughs> Agreed. He's going to have a blast on Paradise. Um. Yeah. So uh, everybody's like Joe's got home field advantage. They go. Michelle and Joe go to her old school. They see her old locker. They play basketball. She's like Mr. Which basketball. Miss basketball. We go together, you know, which real cute.
1: quick. I got to say if as a date. Yeah, you took me to high school.
0: There it is, unless does she teach at that high school or no? She's Not, like OK, if she teaches
1: fifth graders. Yeah. Oh, then. Yeah, that's like I get. OK, like I get that basketball is a critical part of her life. So like mm. she probably had a lot of very important life memories playing high school basketball. But also, why are you taking me to high school? hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's go to your college then. Let's go to your alma I have, mater.
0: I have one word for you, Chris producers uh so they go to the high school they are very cute together they play some basketball uh she's like joe it's like you like a lot like my dad and my brothers you're like you're not really like that openly emotional and stuff and he's like i've only seen my dad cry once or twice and i like kind of hold back and stuff and um we find out that nate gets the other one-on-one and that the group date is next but we go to see ourselves with joe at the dinner but before we do that chris is pissed that nate got the one-on-one chris goes and I i had to write this down i paused and wrote it down i was like hold on nate wow i am really disappointed i went out on a limb for her and told the honest truth i told her the honest truth which is what she wanted to hear and asked for from everyone in the house. Everything I've said fell on deaf ears. Feel like I got the short end of the stick.
3: You know what um, I get from Chris, his energy to me? Mm-hmm. It's if Tom Cruise wasn't a movie star.
0: Wow. Wow. Um, That's not a strong enough insult to me. I feel like Tom Cruise... Still people who meet Tom Cruise are like wow he's the nicest guy alive. He's just like the happiest man on earth.
2: Like is some of that cuz he's a movie star? Well it's what like when they made him as in broker, yeah, yeah, Hollywood.
3: When they made Tom Cruise in the Scientology caverns or whatever <laughs> um, one of them came out a little <laughs> wrong and they were like we'll call this one Chris instead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's him.
2: Send him to Weho. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: does he does suck so much. I the whole I'm the surprise. The wow. I am really disappointed. I went out on a limb for her. He made a spectacle in front of all the guys before Michelle had a chance to say anything. And then when Brandon was like, can I steal you for a second? He was like, I got it from here, chief, and cut him off and was like, I'm going to take this one. Um. Anyway, everything. He, I said he, fell he on just deaf very ears, much thinks he's every dick in the bag
1: he thinks he's entitled to yes, her Michelle, time. like yes. her time, her energy, Everything. her affections. And like, you should never, regardless of the dynamic, be with someone who believes they're entitled to you. Like mm. you, mm. when you're in a relationship with someone, you're giving someone your energy and your time and your emotions because you're choosing to, yes. but they're never, it doesn't matter how long y'all have been together. You, they're never entitled no one no family your partner friends mm-hmm. no one is entitled to you it is mm-hmm. all who you are choosing to grant your energy and time and presence with so well, fuck chris for thinking yes. that he's entitled to anything
0: you know what i got from all of that was that chris finished his book on attachment he finished <laughs> He finished reading it. There no, I know. still,
1: I, I i need to, I am like halfway through. I still need no, to Chris, it.
3: Chris got himself in a relationship where he was like, I don't need to keep working on myself.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, man.
1: No, in all fairness, I stopped reading way before that.
0: <laughs> that is a good point because I have not heard about this book for a while. It was two weeks of you talking about it nonstop. And then it stopped completely. And I was like, just the book stopped. Why are you uh, putting me on
1: blast like that? <laughs> you know who wouldn't put me on blast Stop like that?
0: Peter. I swear to God, don't you do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you got more of the Joe date. Joe and uh, Michelle are having dinner. Uh, Joe is like, I'm afraid to open up, but I'm comfortable with her. And Michelle goes, tell me about Joe. And then he goes, that's a good question. And I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> you, that is not a question, but okay um talks about his uh, sports injury he had surgeries on his foot uh it like you know just didn't feel the same uh it got infected and it was uh, like grew weird and he he was never the same playing basketball he was like ball was life to him and it was like the real deal and he kind of just like didn't know who he was anymore after not being able to play basketball that way anymore so depression anxiety the trauma bonding of the show happens here with Joe. um, She seems to like him a lot, you know, and she's like, he trusts me. My feelings for Joe here have grown, you know, and uh, he quote, he gives a quote. He says the best things in life are on the other side of fear. I like that. That was pretty sweet. What do you guys think about? Uh, oh, he gets a rose, by the way. They go on a Ferris wheel. There's no dumb band this time. That's pretty sweet. I like that. Uh, what do you guys think about the date with Joe?
1: Uh, I thought the date was cute. Mm -hmm. Um, I think as much as I hate trauma bonding on this show, um, I think I was very conflicted about that moment because I don't like trauma bonding. Uh, But also at the same time, I think it's very important that not only men talk about mental health on TV, but especially black men talk about mental health on TV. So I think, Honestly, with the rest of the day, I wasn't even paying attention because I was just still thinking about that moment and, like, found it personally relatable of when I lost, you know, when COVID happened and comedy was gone, definitely going mm-hmm. through very similar feelings and stuff like that. Absolutely. So, like, I don't remember a single thing from the day. I just remember them being at the ballpark and throwing balls and there being kind of a crowd. Mm-hmm. Um and in that moment, but I think in terms of that moment, I think it's great that they had a conversation about mental health on TV. I just dislike using that to figure out if you have a connection
3: with someone. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it made me think a little like the first reaction was when she's like, tell me about Joe. And then he launches into the narrative. And I'm like, I'm sure that there's other stuff that got cut. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think it'd be like, tell me about you. And you're like, my family died in a fire. It's like, well, that is <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I definitely, it made me really emotional to watch it, to be honest, because I related to a lot of it. Like I had a really bad injury in my early twenties that like was all consuming pain for a few years. And I think that there is a little bit of like a kind of, it's easy to make fun of like, tell me about who you are response, But when I think about like the divide in my life and who I am before being around 22 or 23 and the things that are positive and negative that I still carry with me now, a lot of that is tied to like understanding what real pain is like for the first time, having a fear of like this will never go away and Mm -hmm. still carrying that with me in a physical and like emotional sense. Now I can understand why that's an important thing for him to talk about. And like, I really, I really resonated with me, and it kind of like I started crying watching that. To be honest, it was really powerful.
0: Bo, wow! I want to make fun of you, but I can't find it in me. No, it's
1: it's okay because the person who wiped away Bo's tears was none other and
0: pizza giant. It
1: is, and it's just ideal like those tears.
3: Like the only thing that's wrong with Peter's pizza is it's not salty Megan, enough, these two so. are here <laughs> right now.
0: Uh, I'm going to kick them out of the Zoom room uh, any minute. Yeah.
3: I'd love um, to know what Megan thinks.
0: Yeah, yes, please.
2: <laughs> of the state or of. Don't you dare. <laughs> <Peter>. I want to know what he smells like. <laughs>
0: You guys run the podcast. I'm out of here.
2: (laughs) I thought the date was textbook.
0: Yes. Textbook
2: bachelorette. Absolutely.
0: Nothing special. Nothing special.
2: Nice to talk about the stuff, I guess.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I was like, yeah, whatever. All right. Joe gets a rose. We knew it was coming. All right. Next date, group date time. And the group date is basically like, (laughs) you guys like the Vikings? And they're like, oh my God. Oh the minnesota vikings are here well we're gonna to go to the stadium aren't we it's like oh we're gonna to go to the viking stadium and all the guys are stoked and then guys dressed as vikings come out on the field with them and they are all so deflated the guys are so disappointed they're like oh okay Mm-hmm-hmm. okay um yeah anyway that that was that was it that was like such a funny little moment i hate i hate it because that's just like the you guys remember how like you've probably seen this online where it's like they this pizzeria i swear to god nobody mentioned peter there's this pizzeria that tried to get its staff to like sell more pizzas and to like hit a goal and the winner would get a new toyota and then the winner was this waitress who was like really like pushing hard because she needed a new car and she was like made made the company so much money and then when she won they brought her out to the parking lot and like they made everybody come out with them and they were like okay we got the winner of the employee challenge and they had a toy of yoda in the parking space and it was a new toy yoda and um that's kind of what it feels like here with the vikings
3: and the vikings to me wait so
0: she never got a car you never got a car. She sued the fuck out of him, though. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I would I would
3: agree that I think it's completely the same to okay. have. <laughs> okay. okay.
0: Okay. All right, Bo. He's Tell us more about eugenize. those cats. <laughs> Tell us more about those cats, you ding-dong. Come on. You got more cat talk? <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> I got biked tonight. Uh, so the Vikings thing was like, they're so deflated. Uh, I don't know. It just like uh, th- they're yelling. They-, they just have to and like they yell. Their
2: screams. They're yeah, Viking t- screams.
0: Tell me, what do you think about this? The the Viking war cry thing that they're trying to make these guys do. Like, what do you think of this? Why?
2: Ugh, embarrassing. I wouldn't want right? to do that. I don't exactly. want to step forward and do that. I know. I've never understood
1: because there's multiple times where they ha- ha- they've had on the Bachelorette where like one of the challenges involves being, like, damn near Neanderthal. Yeah. Thoth- Neanderthal. Yeah, thank you. Like, ish, like like basically doing caveman shit of, like, I want you to yell
3: and, like, <laughs>
1: prove how much of, how you'll be the best man for me because you, you're loud. It like, seems what the like
3: what a man would think a woman would like. Like, what a yeah. women like? Men that have a war cry. <laughs>
0: like, yeah.
2: When, when in, in fact as a <laughs> <Right. laughs> right.
0: I also and, love that war cries are still a thing when, like, hey man, I don't know if you've noticed, but every like war movie I've seen, it's been like tactical shit for the most part, right? Like they have to be quiet for a lot of it. Like also, what is happening? as
1: someone who is naturally loud, I uh, have been told by every woman I have ever dated. Uh, Shut the fuck
3: up. You're too loud. Not only women.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm also. I <laughs> fuck off, Bo.
1: Uh...
0: Hey, hey, hey. I also said that. So.
1: <laughs> fuck, fuck off, Mike.
0: Thank you. I'm going to um, start
1: a podcast with Peter.
0: <laughs> Why are you going to me like that? <laughs> I really tried to show the pain. Um, yeah, so they do the screaming
1: This is just Stupid. another symptom of like The producers thinking like Oh you know what will help a, a woman Figure out if she has a genuine Deep connection with these men uh, Who looks better in, With their abs in Viking gear Like it's just Okay no
0: you know what this was Absolutely I can guarantee what this was They had some of the Minnesota Vikings On board that someone on the team got COVID. They couldn't do it anymore. They hired some fucking local actors (laughs) who have been out of work for a very long time because of COVID to come throw on some costumes and lend their stuff to a bunch of dudes and just lead a little workshop on the field where they have to eat fucking pickled herring and gross ass shit and arm wrestle. And that's what... Because they had the location done. Like, you know, so... I I can almost guarantee that that's what happened. I would would bet so much money on that happening. At least like three or four Minnesota Vikings were like on deck to be tapped for this. And then it was like, no, uh, Brent got COVID. It's like the kicker, dude, he's not even here. And uh, yeah, so exactly. Um, Chris says something that I think is very funny in the talking head. He goes, I'm Chris. They're the other guys. And it's like, Yeah, dude, everybody hates you. That's the separation. Um,
2: I did feel badly about the costumes. I thought that that was unnecessary. (laughs) Like
0: the costumes in general or Chris's costume? Chris's costume making him wear
2: the but yeah. it's just and being the like th- the thing with the tree trunk <laughs> stump that they had to like throw i was like oh my gosh yeah. they're just rocking this guy's insecurities
0: i just <laughs> I think well he threw it the me. longest he threw it the longest you don't remember him going that went the furthest that went yeah. the longest it went huh i did so yeah. insecure so stressed. like i can't wait to wipe the <laughs> smile off his face like i just can't wait <sighs> So it satisfying. screamed
1: to me that not even the producers like him. Like that no, was they, c- they very they clearly. Met with they met Michelle
0: were... before the rose ceremony and went. Can you keep him around for just one more week? Like, we're just gonna we're gonna have one more week. Well, there's a whole thing we haven't. We already
3: ordered just... the horse butt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on! If you don't look, here's the thing. If if you don't do it to Chris, then it's gonna go to Rick, and we don't want Rick to have to deal with the horse thing and like, come on, just keep him around. Rick mind. can we'll handle Rick, it. Rick could handle it. Rick would do it with
1: Priya. Yeah. yeah. He, he, wore also, a like, table. Then, he would be fine with a horse.
0: That's what I'm saying. But
1: she, I like, like
3: Rick. okay, fine. Yeah. I, like Rick too. I, like Rick. I don't think that they're going to end up together, but I like Rick. not at all. Yeah. Not um,
0: a I like that. Chris about the food was like, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this. I, can, I don't think I can do this over and over again. Uh yeah, fuck you dude. Olu and Chris are paired up to arm wrestle. Olu wins like <laughs> nothing's happening. It's embarrassing. Uh you know, Olu does a war cry at at like before they start arm wrestling and Michelle's like, "Chris, where's yours? Where's your call?" And he doesn't do one. Uh Clayton wins the whole thing of the viking things like whatever they keep trying to make him seem appealing in some ways I don't see it I don't understand it stop trying to make me like Clayton I'm not watching next season
1: this has been Uh, five weeks and this is all the footage they've shown of him it's so overwhelming you're trying to sell him to us and this is the best he can do how
3: fucking boring is he Yeah, he's fine and that's it not
0: even These just whatever. Fine is whatever. Anyway, here's the thing. She keeps mentioning that the guys are interacting with her on like the slumber party date thing. But here's here's my problem with this. The Viking thing is like one activity at a time. Everybody has to watch and participate in that one activity. And they have to like, hey, you're up. And then on their way up, they go, Michelle, uh, do we do our little handshake thing? That's just our inside joke. He he ha ha. And then they do the thing versus the slumber party where they were like okay guys um hang out in this room and i'm here and i'm going to talk to about all of you and just hang out and that's it there's a bunch of different activities it's a different energy and a different thing altogether i just wanted anyway i thought it was funny that they were like well they seem to have really taken what i said to heart and i was like yeah it's also circumstance let's not forget that um so they get to the group the group date uh cocktail and michelle that green dress come on um incredible clayton's like i want to continue to grow that strong connection and i'm like the what uh brendan comes over and she's like i don't want you to have to eat gross fish for me anymore but i did get you some fish and it's swedish fish and then they smooch and i do not for the life of me understand her connection with brendan does anybody want want to chime in brandon excuse me does anybody want to chime in about brandon
2: I think he's sweet. He's really cute. She's like Brendan can't spell, but he's a good kisser. I like it.
0: Literally, <laughs> but how does that? I don't. It, it's alarming at the at this time. Like it feels like it's. I don't I mean, know. It seems nuts to me that he's basically a child. The, the way he's. Let's thinking. be
1: real. The only reason why we dislike B two K
0: is because he's
3: young. Wait, do you not and like Brendan?
0: I don't like Brendan. No. But I'm, even I'm,
1: then, he's not even—he's 28.
0: That's not exactly. That. He's 28, and I think he's 20. And then here's the other thing: he rolled up on a bed bed on the first night and went, "Hey, girl, like, how would you like to see what life with me would be like on this bed? Let's see what waking up together would be like." And I like, like Excuse me. He's excuse only two years younger play. than Michelle. I don't understand. It just feels. <laughs> I think weird. he's sweet. I think that he's got boy toy energy, and I don't know.
3: That's I don't okay. think he. I don't think he even necessarily has boy toy energy it feels like he's dating someone from like it's like when you like look at a musical and all of the in like a high school musical and all the groups are divided in this way that's like way more stereotypical and he's dating someone like outside of his group so much so and I think he likes it and I think he's gonna get his heart broken. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because she's not picking him. Um, no. Casey gets a talking head that I really like, which was uh, all day. Everyone is clearly taking what Michelle said last week to heart, except for Chris. And it seemed weird to me because he had plenty of opportunities during today's date and he made the big fuss about it. And then Casey asks Chris, he goes, you think uh, everyone stepped up from last week? And Chris is like, well, I I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess like, yeah, everybody, you know, and then Casey's like, because I know you were um, paying attention. And
3: Casey's there just because he's like a friendly, nice guy, right? She's never been interested yes. in him. No, not
0: at all. Olu's like when like, he like, yeah. yeah. I mean, Casey's just not. Casey he's, goes home at the end of this episode.
3: He's just Casey's like the bread that comes with your meal, and like you want yeah. the bread, but you wouldn't. You'd still go to the restaurant if the bread wasn't there.
0: Right. I'm happy with the bread, but the bread's not the point. Um, So, yeah, Olu lo- says, I'm looking forward to getting my time because I didn't get it last week. After the stunt you pulled, the vibe was different. And Chris is like, I gave her good information. And he just basically is jealous of Nate. It's stupid. Um, we cut to the guy, the guys at home. Nate gets the date card, not afraid to test the waters. And Joe goes, do you know how to swim? Uh, and then they cut away, which I thought was funny. Uh, I don't I like I like that because like I've never I don't remember a date card like that happening. And then the guy going like worried and being like, Do you, are you good? Do you know how to swim? Are you going to be OK with this? Like, I thought that was very funny. Um, Chris is sulking on this date. And I also love that they keep calling him Chris S. Despite the fact that he is the only Chris left. Very fun. And um, we got a conversation with Chris and Martin. And of course, Martin's taking Chris's side. What do you guys think about Martin? Oh, Megan, you just shook your head. You go first.
2: I liked him. And then in this episode, he really proved himself to be quite a doofus. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Just this episode?
2: I mean, to the extent that he did. Yeah, I think so. Like before, I think that he's... Just oh, right. he like does a have nice, kind of dumb yeah. guy. Yeah, but then With he the showed Jamie some thing. character today. Then I was like, today's yeah, when I watched showed,
0: it. He showed it last week too. I'll tell you what.
1: Because that's the thing where it was like he defended Jamie on that one date, and it's like, why are you talking about a man who's not even
0: on the show anymore on your because, one-on-one and, and date? Not just the man who's not even here. The man who caused a rift within the house made Michelle question everybody told like a lie who like manipulated and then badmouthed everybody and didn't own up to it. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, why are you defending a man and saying like, he's a hell of a guy.
1: Also, uh, when in the cocktail part, when, or this was probably later in the episode now that I think about it, but when Martin was like, Oh, that's later. That's later. uh, We got to wait for it. Wait for it. Cause that's going to be huge. Yeah. 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 Well, 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 uh, I'll save it.
0: Okay. So Clayton gets a group rose and then Chris is like, Upset that Michelle didn't talk to him. And Chris has this talking head. He goes, uh, oh, no, he's did he talk to Martin saying this or was it a talking head? It was like he was talking to Martin at some point. I'm a fun, goofy guy. I wasn't (laughs) myself. You can't check in on me at all. Didn't thank me for what I did. That did the things I told her Uh, speak to every person. But me, I have lots to say to her. Excuse me. I'm a fun, goofy guy. I wasn't myself. You don't check in on me at all. Is that her responsibility, man? She barely wants you around, first of all. And you're going to be like, no, come to me. Papa sad.
2: I'm a fun, Excuse goofy me. guy. I really liked a lot. and I'm sure. I'll
0: tell yeah. you what. I'm a fun, my goofy whole guy. deal is that I'm a fun, silly boy. That's been my thing for years about my stand up and everything. That's how I de- like I describe myself. It's my touchstone for what I do in my act. Fun, goofy guy. Definitely have fun, silly boy energy. I think he has none of it. And that's speaking from fun, silly boy over here. When we got the package at the beginning of the uh, season where Chris talks about like, you find me in the ocean out there with my floaties on and like really trying to get a laugh out of no one there. I was like, this guy, this guy was told he was funny once and really went with it and it has not resulted in anything. Uh, he is the unfunny guy who keeps trying, and I hate him. Okay. He definitely, he
1: has, he, he has the humor of someone who, like, like, like when people try to do an impersonation of the shitty jokes that, like, rich white dudes make, mm-hmm. Where it's like that's what I said. Don't bring it to me unless it's a Mazda. And it's just like that. No one has ever laughed at that. They're just laughing because they have money. Like that's the type of humor that I think Chris has. I don't know if that makes sense. What I'm trying to no.
0: Elaborate. So we're gonna move on pretty quickly after that since that didn't make any sense. It was Bo. Do you have a way to relate that to us with cat stuff or?
3: Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, As Speaking for the rich people, we don't like (laughs) (laughs) I also did not grow up with money. I don't know what the... I grew up okay. I don't know what the fancy car is, but I wanted to to join in with the fun.
1: (laughs) Mazda was just the first thing that came to mind. I'm pretty sure that actually probably isn't a fancy car. What's a nice
3: car? A new Toyota.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we've got Nate's date, which I spelled in my notes, D-A-Y-T-E. I see you, Nate. What's up? Um, the first thing I have is like uh lol hustled down them stairs because we see Nate running down some stairs to the pier, and he's really giving it like a like his, his arms are up here's like he's hustling down the stairs. It's very funny. He's guys, excited, he's excited. I know, but it's very Michelle. fun. To watch. Michelle drives a boat in Lake Minnetonka and she teaches him how to boat. And Nate likes Minnesota, he says it, they keep smooching. And they have so much chemistry. I like it a lot. And she's like this one on one's about to turn into a group date. And I'm like, oh, she brought some friends. She guaranteed brought some friends. And Nate's like, Chris isn't coming. Is he? Uh, and Tia and Ally, her best friends join the boat. She goes, they the have to. I questions.
1: love this. And I Me want too. this to continue. Bring in Agreed. the best friends. Yes. yes, they can vet out the garbage. They yes. bring in the best friends. Keep. The They're best. like, we're
0: here to decipher whether you're here for the right or the wrong reasons. She's incredible. You'd be so lucky to have you in her life, all that stuff. Uh, And she's like, OK, so like, are there any guys here with any for the wrong or wrong reasons? And he goes, it's not that I don't care if there are guys here for the right or wrong reasons. It's just. Oh, I don't even know what I wrote in the rest of my notes. I just didn't even bother pausing. He's like, I don't care that there are guys here for the right or the wrong reasons, but like I'm focused on my connection with my, with Michelle. And I think that's going well. And to address the thing that came up because Michelle brought it up. It's like, um, Chris S said, like, I was confident. Uh, I was cocky, but when I said, it's not like a matter of when it's a matter of when, not if I mean that I'm confident in our connection and I am like, I feel strongly about you. And I know that you feel the same because we've talked about it. And like, that is like, yeah, yeah. What do you, what did Chris think he meant? You know what I mean? I think I is the like, crazy. It's not part.
2: if but when.
0: Yeah, that's all the difference is. Like throwing your arms up and being like a snap snappy. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: have- it's just a matter of time before Michelle realizes that it's me. <laughs> I
3: will say, I love those cutscenes of the show when it's all the guys and there is some guy who will say like some opinion out of nowhere. And I actually, yeah, once again, I think Nate's was a nothing thing. Yes. But it is so funny when it'd be like just, Empty dead air, and someone will say something offensive out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know why we can't call them the help still. It's like, where did this footage <laughs> come from? One of them <laughs> What's my <smack>, god! <going> on?
0: <laughs> one of them smacks him on the chest and goes, Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, yeah, the her friends are like, We, I love the way you guys look at each other. Um, you know, then Michelle's like, We have this tradition where you got to get purified in Lake Minnetonka. They dive into the water. They smooch uh, as they come out of the water. It's a very nice date. Um, Chris, real quick.
1: I I just want to say when they did the whole you got to get purified Mm -hmm. in the Lake Minnetonka, I just cackled because I just thought that was a Chappelle bit on Chappelle show. And I guess that must be a real thing. (laughs) Was not expecting that.
0: Damn. Okay. Might have been the thing that started because of Chappelle's show. Chicken and the egg uh, situation. Uh, oh, Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. But point is, uh, they did that, and it's really cute. They cut to Chris going, I'm feeling really played and disappointed that Michelle, I warned her about Nate. I don't think he is right. And then uh, her friends leave, and Nate's like, I like your friends. I can't wait to meet more of them, and... Uh, He's like, I like you're you going to call me out on my BS. I know you will. That's the part of you that I like. They're having a date night at the table, having date stuff, discussing relationships that they've had in the past that kind of stifled their light and how they don't want that anymore. They don't want somebody who's going to make them feel like they are not themselves. And uh, yeah, you know, so um, you get a cut to Chris saying, I want the best for her i'm looking out for her and it's like buddy that is not on you you are the villain right now um and then michelle says today was one of my favorite dates and nate goes wait like ever and she's like mm-hmm. and i thought that was so sweet and so cute that was, that very, was very cute very i loved it I so fun that was very cute wait like ever mm-hmm. and then uh i have you guys can see this over here i have it in big letters chris no uh and Chris shows up on the date and interrupts Michelle and Nate's date and goes up to Nate and Michelle and says, Can I talk to you for a second? And Nate Which they went- both
1: had a look on their face that was like,
0: What the fuck is going on?
1: <laughs> yes, why are you here? Yeah, like it's and- one thing that Nate was like, The fuck are you what? doing here? Yeah. But then Michelle was also like, uh mm-hmm. Excuse me who are you? Why are you here? Why yeah. are you interrupting me?
3: Also there's something very funny about watching if my memory serves correct, a grown man going up a turned off escalator like stairs <laughs> with business to address.
0: That's um, so funny. That's so funny. I didn't even notice that. Oh wow, that's so fucking funny. Oh, they couldn't even get the escalators turned on for this guy, huh? They turned them on on the way down. They were working then.
1: They were were also willing to. I mean, they were dying for Chris to leave. But they're like, no, 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 no. Take your time to get dumped. And then now get the fuck out.
0: Mm. So here we go. We got Chris and Michelle talking. And Chris is like, I feel insecure being here. I'm disappointed I I didn't get uh, a chance to speak with you. I feel played. I told you stuff from a place of honesty. I warned you. And then Michelle's like, you called everyone out on their attitude and bullshit. uh, But at the group date, you had a bad attitude and I have a voice and I'm not looking for a man to speak for me. And uh, she kicks his ass out and she's like, this isn't going to be this is going to work for me. Uh, Loser bitch boy be gone forever. Nate gets a rose. There are fireworks and Nate is like, that's how I feel inside right now about michelle and i think they're really cute and i think they have a chance um what do you guys think about nate state going around the bend megan what would you think
2: um, i don't know again? i don't know why i don't trust him but i don't i think he did good with their friends i think he's a guy who like does good in situations but i just oh, i just feel like there's did, something wait hold on there. a second does this
0: have anything to do with being like wait did you live
2: in austin for a while yeah, I'm from Austin. Oh, you're from Austin. Does uh, that does that have an effect on this?
0: Okay. Yeah, every
2: 27 year old guy there is bad news. Okay.
0: I went to Austin when I was 27 for like a couple of days. Was you were be... bad
2: news for a couple of days? Wow. Okay. You had the I... opportunity to be.
3: I was just okay. in Austin and I was bad news. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that makes sense because I'm Bo not is... making
2: this up. Bo, Bo,
0: now okay. <laughs> Well, fine. Okay, that makes sense. But, um, Bo, what would you think about the date?
3: Well, when I think about, like, a good date, it would be me, woman I like on a boat, great date, woman I like on a boat, and then watching her dump a guy I hate.
2: Yeah. <laughs> she could not wait to come back <laughs> and be yeah, yeah, yeah. like, so i I the the guys didn't even
0: get that moment of seeing his suitcase get like taken away right i didn't even we didn't even get that i wish we did that would have been fun uh but that's because his bag wasn't packed they weren't like waiting for him to come up from the date that would have been nate's bag if anything Mm -hmm. uh anyway that yeah exactly excellent date for nate for sure chris your thoughts
1: uh, same uh, uh agreed. I thought it was a good date that he got to meet her friends and I think her friends were able to get that opportunity to see what Nate was like and offer any criticism if they had any. Uh, and I think the, the best, yeah, the best way to end a date is seeing the person you're on a date with dump the person you hate the most. Like that's just, that's better than sex. Like that's almost better. They'd be like oh we got the fuck at the end of the day is like no oh you got this you show the person i despise the most the door love and it. then he has yeah. to
3: drive off while they shoot off fireworks
0: <laughs> yes wow didn't even think love about it. that love awesome it. awesome uh i gotta speed through this because chris you gotta go but yeah we got a cocktail the uh first of all cocktail and rose ceremony uh joe nate and clayton all have roses going into this so they're taking a bit of a back seat they know what the deal is they know to chill um michelle looks great in that dress unbelievable uh let's see what do we got the rick and michelle walk around outside rick uh he's got really intense eye contact that guy uh they dance to a man playing piano in public like one of those like public piano installations that people like they they you know uh and they have a little smooch it's real cute i like that surprised to see that they they do have a connection like that though i think rick is sweet and all i just don't get them together because i think he's more of a pining person and she's kind of like that's not the right energy for me does that feel in line with do you guys agree moving on uh we have brandon who gets a birthday cake because it's his birthday (laughs) Uh, I am moving this along. Uh, Rodney talks about that underdog thing again, uh, and Martin. It's the same. I think it was the same clip
2: because yeah, they didn't same show same him line. saying it. It was the exact same exact line. It's so weird to say again.
3: It's like he's I mean, a I think it like sounds a, like something like he a would Buzz Lightyear doll where you pull it. He's like, <laughs> I've <laughs> never been the hottest, most attractive, or West strongest World guy robot. in
0: the room. <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. Um, we got Martin talking about. Uh, you know women are so high maintenance and yeah. you know how that is women women are high ma- but you're different you're he not said high maintenance females at all. he was like just females so high deep. maintenance
1: I think and- Michelle <laughs> used
0: females first which is why oh. I didn't clock it I think Michelle says as a as a uh, as a female as a black female at that like was saying something like that or you know female came up from Michelle I think first okay. and then Martin said female however i when a guy goes female i'm out
1: so i think it's funny when martin says that quote-unquote females in miami are high maintenance because here's the thing here's the thing he's not wrong because everyone in miami no matter their gender is high maintenance it's fucking miami It is not gender exclusive, bro. You look like if Lance Bass was Dominican. You're height maintenance Ah. as fuck, bro.
2: You have (laughs) no
1: ground to step on. It's Miami. Everyone's height maintenance in Miami. No matter the age, the gender, the sexual orientation, Everyone in Miami is high maintenance. Why? Because it's fucking Miami. And I would know because I've known so many people from Miami and they're all high You're maintenance. from Florida. No matter who they are. I'm from Florida. I would know a thing or two You're about Miami. You're from the same state everyone, that gave
0: an awful person in Peter. Everyone
1: and in Miami. Miami is high maintenance as fuck. How dare you, Martin? How dare you assume that you weren't high maintenance? How The dare audacity
2: you? to have that haircut and that neck tattoo. Right. You <laughs> like, but it's them.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know uh, your hair has a routine. You can't claim anyone's high maintenance. I mean get the fuck out of here.
0: Michelle goes, So what makes a what makes a woman high maintenance? And you know what? What's what makes a man high maintenance too? You wanna and at this point she's like toying with him. Like it feels like she's playing a game. After that whole thing, Martin's talking to the other guys. Like, no, I think I feel like I might have had to, I might have to clear something up because I was talking about, you know, you know how, you know how bitches be BI high maintenance. You know how these <laughs> fucking uh, broads out here, they're all. It's so tough. You know what I'm talking about? You know these female women, the uh, the women out here, the broads. I like calling them broads. It's hot to me because that's the tamales, uh, hot tamales. You know what I'm talking about?
3: like a woman who gets her hair cut every week and gets manicures and pedicures, but you never know it.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) High maintenance. uh, He's a doofus. He's He's... a real fucking moron. And uh, both of his best friends got the boot from the show. And you'd think, like, hold on a second. Both of the guys I align myself with are hated by everybody. Maybe I should look into that. (laughs) Like, I'm the one standing back Maybe that says something wow. about me. Maybe so I him early on in season. Reflection. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, so we go to the rose ceremony, and um, let's see here. We got roses with Joe, Nate, and Clayton. Okay. Uh, and who else gets roses? We got Rick, Olu, Brandon, Rodney, and fucking Martin. Really? Martin? Really?
1: Rest in peace nope. to Leroy. You deserve more Leroy screen time. And Casey. But- yeah.
0: Leroy, who said maybe four words total on the it's entire Leroy the season.
1: Glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I wanted more from him. I wanted to see Leroy. I wanted to see Leroy have a moment to shine. I'm so upset Leroy's gone uh casey we knew it was coming man though like we can't even pretend leroy i thought maybe they were keeping around because like oh you know we're burying him for later huh we got we got the sneaky lead Mm -hmm. and it was absolutely just nothing and i hope he's one of these guys that we see nothing of and then he shows up to paradise and we're like oh we kind of like him now you know Mm -hmm. yeah um but uh that is that's assuming i'll ever watch paradise again (laughs) so let's not even pretend i'm not even going to make that commitment uh so that's the episode uh and we're going to talk about our roses and thorns so chris you got to go soon so i want to yeah. make sure you get yours in in case you have to dip while we're doing the rest of them chris tell yes. us what your roses and your thorns are
1: roses i'll do i'll be super quick my thorn is chris s's existence uh um, whole thing even though he is not on the show anymore i would like to sue abc for damages done to my mental health for knowing that chris I- Mm exist uh roses goes uh repeated rose i've done this every week and i'll continue to do this because michelle Mm -hmm. crushing it as a bachelorette is uh Mm -hmm. seeing toxic men uh do stupid shit and be like not going to entertain that and immediately shows them the door Mm -hmm. and like i feel like that's kind of representation we need to see more on this show of Mm -hmm. too many people Both bachelor and bachelorette entertain toxic behaviors. And it's just frustrating to see because that's how you normalize that shit. And seeing Michelle be like, nope, I'm taking control and standing up for herself continually. Love seeing that. Another rose goes to Michelle sending Chris home. That was just like, oh, I'm not even going to wait for the rose ceremony. Bye, bitch. Like, go home now. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. love that so much. That is my rose and thorn. I also have to leave unfortunately. Before
0: you go, I want to know, did you listen to last week's episode with Andy and Sarah?
1: I did not get to yet.
0: Okay. Well, you missed my thorn and I'm only going to lay this on you now because no, you didn't listen to it. But uh, my thorn from last week was that I kind of miss Peter. All right. Have fun, Chris. I love you very much. Enjoy your night. Uh, bye you know, bye. You, s-
1: you smartly brought that up as I was needing to go because mm-hmm. you know I would have words about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But all right, you can I text me from the show. Bye. Uh, bye, Megan and Bo. Bye. Bye, bye,
0: Megan. Tell us your roses and your thorns.
2: Okay, my rose is going to have to go to the escalator, <laughs> <laughs> it was doom and then away. <laughs> wow um and my thorn is going to (sighs) I had it but then I feel like it wasn't a good enough one I because it didn't get brought up I just thought it was weird all of these white ensembles um Michelle on the boat she was in a white thing and there's yes. a purification thing yes. and then on their like dinner date they were both in all white yes and then taisha and caitlin came out in two white dresses and i was just like this is, this is a lot of what white. is ha- the yeah. message here yeah 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 And yeah. Um, it's so far past labor day
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's my thorn. i'm sticking to it <laughs> yeah okay, that's a good thorn you know what i dig it we didn't talk about it because i didn't really like clock it as much of a big deal i was like oh that's weird uh but it didn't make my notes, and I'm ashamed now, actually. Now that I think about it, because that is weird. Uh it's a good thorn. Uh Bo, tell us about your roses and thorns. Mm.
3: Yeah, I wish I had more original ones, but I think I'd probably agree that my rose would be. I think Michelle just mm. handles herself on the show really, really well. And yes. I think that it's hard to be that like skillful of a communicator Mm. and not in touch with your emotions when you're not dating in a public platform like 30 people and so the fact that she's able to do that in general but in this Mm. environment with that much stress I think is really like pretty amazing so I think she is not the only person but one of the first people on the show where I'm like you have a real chance at getting what you want out of this if the right person is there Mm um agreed and then a thorn would be i feel like they're all for me just so obvious this episode i I mean i think chris is just such a huge he's almost such a loser that he's not even a thorn do you know what i mean like he's too much of a loser to be a real villain yeah um it's like watching a a a gnat try to fight like a rhino i'm like it's not even a fight it's just he's a a
0: fun goofy guy normally why didn't anybody check in on him yeah Uh,
3: so i think maybe my thorn will be just how boring making clayton clayton the ultimate viking is um yes. yeah it just it feels they like a reboot a of i can't even remember his name the other the other guy who's just like him who is the bachelor i don't even know his Col- name anymore colton. colton yeah um it just is yeah i don't have any dislike for clayton he's just it doesn't even feel like he's a part of this season it feels like they <laughs> right. green screened him in <laughs> yeah i don't um, get it and,
0: that's a great and I, thorn. so yeah that's a really good thorn i agree 100 percent. i'm giving out roses a lot tonight michelle kicking chris off the way she's handling everything love it michelle nate gets a rose because i like nate for michelle i think they're really cute and they were really sweet on the date and i like them together a lot olu gets a rose for telling uh chris to his face that stunt you pulled was bullshit um and by proxy i think casey also gets a little bit of a a piece of a rose little rose (laughs) petal by being there and being like yeah you think you're doing okay um another rose to chris for being a little bitch it made it fun to hate somebody Um, and then a thorn for Chris for being such a little bitch. I, I, what a loser. What a dweeb. Another thorn for the moment where the guys get deflated because of the Viking thing. I thought that was not fun. I didn't like that at all. Thorn for the basketball at the high school, like high school locker thing was creepy. And then my biggest thorn from this episode, (sighs) Leroy getting kicked off before we even get to know him at all. Bullshit. There's so much like there's a charm to Leroy that I really like. It's kind of like how I was disappointed about Jamari going home the first night. Mr. Arms, the guy who ripped off the arms on his suit. He's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. And he's just got (laughs) such a deep voice. Like, I don't know what to do with my hands. It's so good. Uh, I wanted to see more of Jamari. Like I wanted to know a little bit about Leroy. Um, so yeah that's a big thorn for me and that'll that'll wrap up this episode do you guys any final thoughts on the episode no okay we're getting head shakes on an audio podcast nobody wants to say the word no (laughs) okay polite (laughs) (laughs) well that'll that'll do it make sure to check out Bo and megan Bad Sandy and Bo Johnson, Megan Simon, and Chris Mejia, Topher Mejia and all things, and me, Mike Rosa. and what I'm going to do right now, we got cats in Megan's room, two That's of them. pretty kitty. They're very sweet. Oh, it's two it's kitties. Sweet,
2: right? two. They're awesome.
0: <laughs> and, uh, and Bo, notably, no cats in the apartment right now, so uh, aw, he got sad. One day soon, though. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for keeping coming back. And we love you. So I'm going to play the out outro theme music right now. M- more realistically, I-, I will more likely put it now, though, if I'm being honest. But it will be here. Okay. We started the music now. Ah, I talked again. Oh, okay. The bit's done. And now I'm alone. Ooh. Nobody else is here doing the bit with me. And the music hasn't started yet. And I'm trying to break Bo and Megan. Okay, there it is. Okay, bye, everybody.